All right, here we go. This is episode 33. We're is that starting. right? Oh, good. We're th- episode 33, No Laugh Track, Acme Comedy's official podcast. My guest is Mike E. Winfield. Yes, it is. Mikey Winfield. Hello, people. What's up, man? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm in a, I'm in a great place. Yeah, I'm back in the mini. How, right. lo- how long has it been? About a year? Two it's years? It's been about a year. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... How do you love Acme, right? Who doesn't? Oh, man. Who doesn't love Acme? You know, man, crowded with a bunch of white people, a couple of Asians, and three black people, man. And this is amazing <laughs> shows. <laughs> Where did you find black people? Did you bring them your own? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They saw me on the website, and they drove from Oakland, California. <laughs> 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 so, uh, you know, I'm just glad everyone came out to smile and, and laugh. <laughs> That's right. So uh, you were on stage last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last night it was a great kickoff. Yeah. It was it was actually sold out last night. It was to the brim. Really? So yeah, when you start off a Tuesday like that, of course the rest is downhill. Holy yeah, you peaked, man. <laughs> yeah, I peaked out the first night. So uh whatever, time to head home. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, right. It was <laughs> it was a great day. <laughs> How uh now let's see. This was last time you were in town was it how many times have you been at Acme? Was it was last? This is my third time now. Third, yeah. My, Did you headline headlining that yeah, first time too? I headlined the first time, right? Damn. Yeah, I've been I've been doing this. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. What other? Uh, you ever been to Minneapolis besides working here? I've driven through because I got some you know buddies in town because I played some colleges and I couldn't tell you the college names, but I know that I flew into MSP because I remember the code. Because <laughs> you remember the code. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've, I've been out here, but. Um, for the most part, it's just been here in Acme, and um, I got, like I said, I got some buddies, so I've hit the town a little bit, you know. Yeah, done as much as I could do hitting the town, you know. I uh, I ran into the, uh, Cy Amundsen the other day. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, he said you guys are buddies. Yeah, yeah, me and Cy, man, we uh, we kick it, man. We uh, you know, working on stuff as usual, like comics do, and um, he's actually coming out this weekend. Is he? He's coming out starting uh, Thursday. Um, right, we'll go Thursday. He'll um, he's gonna be open up for me. Oh, right yeah, here. Yeah, here. So oh. we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring it. Damn. Yeah, like devil. You know. Can you say what you guys are working on? Anything special or? You know, man. Let me just say this in in Hollywood world, you develop projects and you try to sell them. Yeah, and it feels like. We're getting close. Really? Yeah, you know, and I currently, I got a show on right now, so it's good. It's like, I feel like once your foot's in the door with one thing, then they start seeing, oh, yeah, this guy, he'll show up to work on time. You know, we can hire him for other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what's starting to happen. So is that that thing on Fuse? Yeah, right. That's right. going on? That That is right. still going on, so right? So I'm in, in between season one and season two right now, and uh, yeah, it's like, bam, we're doing that. You know, I tell people that keep watching The Office, I'm still a, uh, a warehouse worker. You know, if they go downstairs, I'm down there. You just you just got to look real close. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they don't see you, you're you're uh, moving a box or yeah, something somewhere. Yeah, that's what it is, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that show you got. Uh, I want to talk about both of those, but uh, the Fuse one, because you're the host. That's yeah, you. You're right. the star. Yeah, I'm the star. It's like literally, it's like my show. To deal with it is, it's a music theme comedy clip show. Yeah. So anyone listening, picture some lady is dancing at church and she falls out the window. Yeah. Then they clip to me and I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the premise of the show. Pretty much is anything that has a music tie-in 
on a YouTube clip that people can send in. I they just want me to talk crap about it. Yeah, and that's what people do. They want me to talk about them. This is a great life. So they're sending in their own things, kind of like yeah. Funny Stone videos. Was exactly at one point. right, and that's really? the production company that produces it. It's called Fishbowl Worldwide Media. They're the ones who are responsible for America's Funniest Home Videos, which is. I want to say in like his 29th or 30th season. It's Dude, just... I was in like uh, uh, junior high, I think. I remember riding the yeah. school bus when that show came on. I know. It's been on I forever. Know. It has been. It, it has grandchildren. <laughs> it really does. It's so old. <laughs> and yeah, that's like, so it's kind of like a spinoff of any time you've seen a clip show. It's kind of that thing. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. We just give it a specific music thing because it's on Fuse Network, which is a music network. Right. Right, right. right. Exactly. Did we say the name of the show? Say the I don't know, show. but it's called Off Beat. Off Beat. Off Beat. So the opposite of beating off, people, is <laughs> that'll help you memorize it is Off Beat. You can actually view it right now if you just go on demand or go to the website, which is FuseTV.com. Yeah, I was watching a little bit of one this morning. Right, actually. Right. So, so um, how many episodes were the was the first season? First season was twelve episodes, and the second is going to be. And you know, I don't know. I don't know how what they're going to agree on. So I'm just sitting on it. But you are signed for a second. Hey, well, I just know we're making it happen. I know yeah. that much. I know that um, first season we knocked it out in like less than I want to say two months. Yeah, and that's because of me having to travel. Because we would have did it even sooner. We just kind of knocked it all out. It was like a test, you know. Yeah. yeah see was, how things go. And where I was going to ask you, where do you go and film? Yeah, so that? we shoot it in Los Angeles. Yeah. And it was weird because it was my first time doing it. So I was a little rigid, like earlier episodes. And then after a while, like anything, you kind of get in your groove, you know. So by the end of it, we were shooting three episodes in one day. Nice. You know. And nice. They started bringing in and throwing different stuff at And me. you're making the same money if you do it faster. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so why not? Yeah. Knock it out. Hell you yeah. Know? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I watched a little bit of one of those. and. So for uh, I'm gonna put the uh, that show in my own words. It's for people. If you don't have, if you're one of those people that thinks uh, black people commenting on things is funny, and you don't have a black friend, you'll be their black friend. Yeah, that's who I am. I'm generally an easy uh, black friend. I'm like a starter black friend guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Safe one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Right? Starter black. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get that gig, man? That's a good job. Oh, man. It was a, a great audition process. Yeah. So what happened was it was like a bunch of people went in. I know about a bunch of people going in for this. Yeah. And, man, this is like I'm not an advice dude, but I will say that I went in. They gave me content. And I brought along with theirs like all my own stuff too, you know. Like it was about putting in a show nice. on the audition. Yeah. And I know how auditions are for anything else. When you leave, they suck. Yeah. Like I hate auditioning. I'm like every time I leave, I feel horrible about myself and about entertainment. And I'm like, why am I doing this? But this particular time, I just brought all this extra content and just just went in and flowed, and I felt good afterwards. Yeah. Nice. But not good enough where I was. You know, I expected to get it. I yeah, just yeah. felt good. And then they gave me that call. And it was like a two or three part process. Then it was narrowed down to about five. And then it just kept going. So it was like just me. Yeah. And then how did, uh, okay, how about The Office? How the, many episodes have you been on? Do you know? Man, ah, man, I definitely know. I do know that. But let me tell you this. Yeah. <laughs> man, that, what a story. I auditioned Wednesday. Yeah. 
for this role of the warehouse worker. Yeah. Friday, they call me. No second audition. They're just like, all right, um, we'll have you coming in. You're going to be recording these first two episodes. And that quick, Holy you know, crap. they're just like, bam. This is when you record. Unbelievable And you're feeling. like, you mean like the webisodes? Like I'm going to be with the people nobody knows? <laughs> Could not believe it. They were just like, you're on the show. Unreal. And when I initially got that call, it was like a Tuesday night when I got the audition, I think. My manager called me and he says, and I don't know to the date because I haven't confirmed it. He's like, the way he pitched it to me, he's like, I don't know if you're interested in something like this. You know, it's an audition for, you know, the office on NBC. I'm like, are you shitting me, man? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't even fly out there. I drove from Sacramento. To just, L.A. Yeah, to L.A. It was like a five and a half hour drive. I left at like, yeah, I want to say like 9 p.m. and drove. <laughs> I got there like three or four in the morning. You didn't know? want to wait for the flight, huh? Yeah, I was like, nah, nah, let's not risk it. No, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm going to drive in the <laughs> middle of the night after I've been up all day. Damn. And it was like an 11 a.m. audition. Holy shit. And I think another thing. As far as auditions, like you work so hard and you try to do all this spectacular stuff, but sometimes being in a different state of mind may be, you know, the deal because I was tired. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. You know, I brought another energy, but I was not nervous. I was comfortable. And then, boom, you know, it uh, it felt good. It was, yeah, and it worked. Because two days later, I get that call. Was there anyone in there from the show, or was it just like no, no? It was just stuff? like the casting company. Yeah, yeah. And this is a a lady who has such an eye for comedy. You could just see how someone's staring at you. Oh yeah. While you're performing, you're like, wow, they're really looking. She's for breaking it. me down. Yeah, right. That's yeah. how I felt. Like, man, I felt naked. Like she's really, really getting into me. You know, she already knows whether I want to win an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> right, she saw something. <laughs> then she says something and it blows me away. She's like, oh my gosh, that was great. you know. And I'm like, oh, cool, that never happens. And she's like, oh, I have to go right now and I have to tell Judd about this. And then I'm putting it together like afterwards. Like, There's not many other Judds that she could be talking about no. right now. You know? So yeah. I'm like, oh man, because he uh, produces a bunch of the stuff that um, the company... That casting company books for. Oh, okay. So Judd Apatow, who I'm talking about, obviously, and uh, yeah, yeah. Now I'm just like, wow, like just to be close to that circle would be, you know, another great spot to seep into. You know, oh yeah. All I'm trying to do now at this point is be in the door with some stuff so I can walk in with my own projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm doing now is creating stuff. So people hit me up. I'm like, oh yeah, I got this and that and. What kind of stuff do you want to do? Man, I'm definitely, this is my plan. I'm going to do movies. Every comedian, they need that one movie that people know, so then they can always have the option to tour for the rest of their life. They can tour when they're 60 with people that saw their movie 40 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do a movie, and I have some premises for that, but I think I want to knock out my sitcom first. Yeah, So my sitcom, you know, I already have it... um, like it's all written you know i have it actually out there i have a potential buyer for it already also really and um i i can't really get into specifics about the show but i can say it's based off my stand-up in a way and it has a cool hook and you know i'm just trying to do that first knock out some acting chops 
And then uh, see what else. You, you know. take acting lessons? Yeah, I have. I yeah. have taken acting classes. And um, how was that go? Acting classes is fun. You know, it's fun. But I think the big deal for everyone is just a confidence and knowing what to do in the room. Yeah. You know, because you could be as talented as ever and get in the room and crack. Yeah. You know, oh, and yeah. it's it's just being prepared. That's all it is. You know. Well, I think you figured out the key is no sleep beforehand. Yeah, that's it. You don't sleep. You put yourself in a different state of mind however you get there. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. <laughs> Take that for what it is. Right, right. No, I was just listening to somebody. Was I was having a conversation with someone about uh, even like, are you a sports fan? I am. Yeah, like uh, like uh, an injured quarterback. Like uh, sometimes they have their best games when they're hurt because they're not thinking about it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like they're focused on other stuff yeah. except for like, you know, oh, I have to win and I have to do this. Yep. I can see that. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense because we get all caught up in like, I got to do right. I got to do right. But if you have something like maybe your wife hits you before you left the house or something, you know, drama, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it, it could work, you know. Yeah, you're married, right? Yeah, How yeah. How long has that been? Man, it's, uh, it's 10 years. Damn. And Congrats. marriage is so difficult that when you see people a year later, the question is, you still married? Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's how hard it is, you know? Yeah, and you're not, yeah, you, you don't have to be, uh, come across as a wise ass. It's a legitimate yeah, right. question it these really days. It is. And, you know, I want to say right now, today, I can say that things are fantastic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right, right. Right that, on. That stands for today, and I'm <laughs> just going to be happy about the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where is she right now? She's in Sacramento. In Sacramento. Yeah, she's in Sacramento. Well, we got the, you know, we're, we have uh, a st- statistics right here. You and I, sitting on the stage, reflect statistics of the United States. So, mm-hmm. still married. Not still married. So there you go. <laughs> oh, man. There we go. There, there we go. go. And the last time I saw you in town, I was married. What? So you could have oh, asked. Man, I could have asked a question and it would have been inaccurate. <laughs> no, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not anymore, man. Nope. Yeah, man. That crap. Yeah, I, I have to because if I don't, I won't have a house when I go back home. <laughs> <laughs> I got to need a place to stay, so I got to... <laughs> Let me tell you, man, <laughs> that, that changes you. <laughs> Does it? Oh, man, this is what I like to talk about. When you realize you're like, I don't have a fucking spatula anymore. <laughs> really? Really? Not a I don't spatula. have a spatula. Wow, yeah, no. Like, okay, I used to have one. Now yeah. I don't have a spatula because I left it there. Now what do Damn. I do? Do I go to the dollar store and just like get one to get by? Or do I get a nice one like I used to have? That's terrible. There's no answer for what to do. You know, I mean, the bottom line is it's just you and some other person, and you just have to decide do you want to be with this person mm-hmm. continuously. That's all it is, you know? There's no secret, yeah. you know? There's yeah. no this and that. It's just how much toleration do you have yeah. for another human that close to you for the rest of your life? Who has a more higher level of toleration? Uh, who can tolerate more between you and your wife? It sucks because it's me. Really? I tolerate, like, I'm just carefree, man. Like, I just let stuff go. and But I don't like that about myself all the time because she can get angry and then I don't have anything to be angry about. So I'll find something to be angry about because <laughs> I don't want to be the only one getting bitched at, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Stop um, leaving the vacuum cleaner right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to find something because I don't. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because I had one, uh, I got a girlfriend now. Yeah. And uh, she did, 
when she pushes uh we were having some fight about a week ago and it was like the same deal like i'm really laid back and she's like you know maybe she is too but she was mad about a couple things right, right. you know and uh and I really didn't have much. And the best thing I could come up with, I was like, "Well, yeah, well, I think it's ridiculous that you push all by the sho- you push all the shoes here uh, by the uh, closet door, and then when I want to get in the closet, I push all the shoes out of the way, and then they're messed up again. Just leave them where they are." <laughs> that was the best I could do. Oh man, you make I the know. shoes too neat by the closet, <laughs> and then they get pushed out of the way. Terrible. Yeah, that was yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's. Uh, I get that stuff. I get that stuff. So where do you, you're living in Sacramento? That's not yeah. where you're from, though. So I'm from Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, I live in Sacramento, which works. You know, I commute and do the L.A. life, you know. And if need be, like, this new show I'm close to working on. I mean, if it requires more time, then we go to L.A. Yeah. You know, but I plan to live in L.A. at some point. You know, I feel like there's parts of being stand-up and entertainment and all that that are like trials like there's things you have to do at some point yeah like the new york the the la you know have you done the new york yeah i've done uh new york quite a bit you know did you live there though no i haven't lived there i just stayed there for periods of time you know and met a lot of people and still have a contact base out there too yeah so So, how'd you get when'd you leave baltimore baltimore i left there um the summer I left, graduated high school. Wow. That summer I just dipped, man, because Baltimore is just, I love Baltimore to visit, but it's a hard place, man. It's yeah. tough, man. It is Ray Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Baltimore is. It's just hard. Like, you just be ready to go. Like, whenever you leave, it's just, it's tight. People's fists are bald, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, step on your shoe, I'm going to slap your ass, you know? It's yeah. like, it's a tough town, you know? And If people don't know what you just meant by Ray Lewis, just uh, go, just watch the first five minutes of uh, the Baltimore Ravens game this weekend. Ooh, oh, man, please. Just watch that energy. Yeah, man. Yeah. His energy is incredible, man. Just, And I love that about Baltimore. You know, it's some great energy, but it's just some psychopaths, too, you know? Yeah. It's like when a lot of people are crammed in an area and it's not a lot of money going around sometimes. People are ready to... Oh, Yeah throw fists you know mm-hmm. or worse yeah it's <laughs> always a lot much worse, worse right <laughs> yeah no shit so you did you ever get up on a stage in baltimore you didn't start i didn't start stand up in baltimore but since i have played some stages out there i worked some clubs out there they have like a baltimore comedy factory and then they got this um just rooms around like anywhere else you go you sometimes you end up in a cafe or mm-hmm. you know some thugged out club where <laughs> you better be funny or you gotta leave right after your set for your life <laughs> have you had any experiences like that man we all have yeah. i know i've had shows where I did the show in Stockton, California, where they were booing me, and they were like, get off the stage, kill yourself. Oh, nice. You know, I was like, man, this is bad, you know, and then you try to retaliate, but when you got the whole audience going against you, you know, and you're like, shut up, man, that's why your mom's stupid, you know, and it's like, all you're doing is making it worse. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm like... I'm like 10 years in stand-up yeah. now. Yeah. So 
I know when to retreat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's time to evacuate, you know, so you, you pick up a couple skills. I gotta, you know, from what I remember about, uh, you know, what you do on stage, you know, it's some of it's, you know, you make fun of yourself a little bit, and I think that that's, uh, yeah, yeah, you can win you know, over any crowd doing that. Yeah, you know, sometimes like people don't know you, bam, you you let them in an easy way. They don't. A lot of people don't know what you're gonna do if they haven't seen your one hour special yet. Yeah. So okay, bam, all right, they see me and they're like, all right, he's cool. I guess I hear what he has to say. Yeah. You know, and I think that's good. So I still do a little bit of that, yeah. and then. Now I feel like I'm I'm bridging into just honesty. Yeah. Now I feel like like really speaking on some feelings, you know, and a lot of it is relationship stuff cuz I live that life the most, you know, yeah. and I talk about that and then it's just other things you just cross paths with as far as life and business and school and whatever the case, you know. Did you go to uh did you go to college? Yeah, graduate I uh, graduated from Sac State University. That sounds crazy, Sac State. Yeah. Sacramento State. <laughs> you're making you're making schools up. Sounds dirty. Yeah, right. Sac State. Ball State. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you Sac- didn't get into Ball State, you went to Sac? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's where I went. That was, that was fun, you know. Yeah, you know, it's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. It's cool. And then you... I get to this point where it's like I got that fork in the road to use the English degree or to do stand up and without it, without yeah, that was an easy choice. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do with the English degree? Yeah, Teach. right, right. Teach. Who wants to? No, there's people listening that make a difference in this world. Hey, my dad was a teacher. Yeah, I respect you know, him. I respect him. It's not an easy job. Right. And uh, I actually was a. I had my own fork in the road once where I thought about being a teacher. So I've done it. Yeah, did yeah, you really? I was substitute teaching, and I taught a uh, like an English something class over some summers. So I've done it really for high schools, and it's crazy for me because when you look like you're like twelve, I was gonna say you. They must have looked older than you. Yeah, right, right. And then you got these kids in class, and they're like, "This dude's the teacher," you know. And it was cool. It was like this environment where. They wanted to give me the scoop. They wanted me to tell me, like, they wanted to tell me all the dirt that was going on oh, with yeah. other teachers, this you know. cool. Yeah, I think he's cool. Right. They yeah. would, like, let me in on affairs that was going Whoa, on within the hey. school. And I'm like, look, look, finish the work first, and then we could talk about the dirt. So now they put their pencils on the paper. They're finishing stuff, turning it in. I'm like, all right, so who is Miss Harrison doing? You know? What? Really? Right. They were just giving me juice. And now I'm like in the what is it called the teacher's lounge and i know stuff i'm like man this is kind of nice yeah you're winking at miss <laughs> harrison and she doesn't know why yeah, i know she's easy <laughs> <laughs> right. all i have to do is get her a cup of coffee <laughs> yeah that's all it takes where was where was that was that in california yeah that was in california it was uh in a school district and yeah i did it for you know i want to say two or so this is like early comedy so I was doing stand-up, and I was substitute teaching. That was the, I, that's how you were paying bills. That's how I was making it happen. And I was working at a grocery store. So I was, like, doing all this crap, you know. And But the substitute was kind of fun. It was it was, it was was rewarding. Was it English? Was it, you were teaching Yeah, I was English teaching or? English. Yeah, that's where my degree's in. And oh, I, I just, my God, man. I'm picturing myself as a teenager and having you walk in just a few oh, years man, older. Oh, man, right, like, right, with the afro, man. I had the yeah. afro, man. I was just in there chilling. It was, 
He was so fun and I can't even back. imagine. I can't even imagine. Yeah, no, that's probably the that's the sitcom I need to write, you know. I'm telling you. The, the substitute teacher. Something like that. Holy crap. They're probably like, hey, hey man, you smoke weed? <laughs> no, they were. Were they? They no one held back. They didn't think I was like respectable <laughs> where they couldn't say something in front of me. They were asking me all types of questions, man, and and you got these girls you got to stay away from because it's like, oh, this is disgusting. You don't may not see it, girls, but when you're like in high school, I'm legally a man. Yeah, That's yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> you know, stay away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like crazy, I, man. Yeah, I'll never forget. I had a buddy that started. He's been teaching probably about 10 years now. And uh, I remember when he first started in a high school and he was like, these girls, they come into my class and they're like not wearing any, barely wearing any clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, you're 17 you're 16 like i want to tell him that don't come in here like that but i can't because then that makes it weird but yeah holy crap you just have to get out of the environment i would leave school immediately after you know just just get out of it don't even deal with the stuff because yeah. it's a bunch of that type of crap you know Damn. any other shitty jobs what'd you do at the grocery store Man, that was extra shitty man i uh worked in this terrible neighborhood in the steel department it's called the steel department. A lot of people call it the self-check. Ah, steel department. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. People just look at you and steal in your face, man. <laughs> I've seen everything, man. I've seen a guy make the beep noise with his mouth so he would just act like he scanned something. I've seen... I've seen people bring back half a cake. Like, where's the other half, lady? <laughs> I didn't like it. You ate half. <laughs> you, know? you still got green frosting on your yeah, fingers. Man, this was, it was. It wasn't for me. No. You know, that's how I feel. All it did was breed a bunch of stories that I can share on stage well, to this day. That's and, all right. You know, but man, it was terrible. And the self checkout. Yeah, man, I just used to watch people, and my manager he would come to me, and he's like, "Mike, you knew the guy was stealing. Why didn't you say anything?" I'm like, "That's a thug. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna walk me to my car after work? <laughs> you know, I that dude killed my cousin five years ago. <laughs> right? I know him. I gotta see these people, man." <laughs> That is my cousin. <laughs> That's just, it's terrible too, man. That's what sucks, man. This is what really hurts me, legitimate, is that people like are losing their jobs because people steal. Yeah. You know, I had a buddy with two kids lost his job because they just couldn't afford it because, you know, the store loses too much. And then other cultures, they take it seriously. Pick another culture, they'll cut your fingers off. Yeah. Cut your hand off. Oh, yeah. All we do is watch, yeah. you know, because no one's afraid and there's nothing you can do. You can't like, like, what do people fear so they won't steal? Uh, yeah, I mean, getting caught, I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't scare it, doesn't them. Like, do it. Rape, but you can't like rape people when they steal stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I don't think you can. No, no. I, <laughs> I mean, I could see how that would be effective, you know. That would be extremely effective. You just got a guy at the exit with spandex on and then no. just a big print. <laughs> <laughs> you have potential things walk in and look at it. They're like, nope. Constantly aroused. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm paying for what I stole last week. <laughs> and you couldn't have a little one, you know. You don't want them to look at it like, you know, I could take that. <laughs> It don't look that big. It's like a pencil. I can handle that. Right? Really? <laughs> I'm filling up my basket. 
<laughs> but see, yeah, I don't know what to do, man. <laughs> I don't know what scares people because this slap on the wrist that people get is not enough, man. That's true. My uh, my girlfriend does has a part time job at a uh, department store here, yeah. and she was just working last Saturday, and right when they opened, they opened at eight. Yeah, eight oh one. Guy walks in, all by himself. Goes back to the men's clothes. 8.03, she's like kind of by the front of the store. She works at the jewelry, de- jewelry department. Right. Two minutes later, he walks by again, calm as can be, same, no bag, nothing. He gets to the, uh, they got the security things at the door, you know, the beat. Right. He gets there. He's still walking. It goes off. Boom. Out like, like a freaking bullet shot out of a shotgun. He's gone. Wow. Yeah. Uh, no bags. And she said, I, I watched him the whole way. Um, they went. They went to the videotape. Found out he had taken a whole stack of jeans, of blue jeans, mm-hmm. and put them under his jacket. She goes, "Yeah." He walked by me, looked at me. She goes, "But he looked so like he's just like well, you know. He didn't have a bag. I just let him go." She goes, and then even when I saw him, what am I gonna do? Chase him out of the store? Exactly like, right. She went to the. She went to the door. Saw that the uh, the getaway car was outside. Like the buddy was waiting, and she got the license plate. But boom, gone. They know know this, too. They just know they're going to get away with it. And it's like, eh, what do you do? Think about that. You're planning ahead like, yeah, tomorrow I'm getting them pants. Right. And what do you do with a stack of pants? Uh, who knows? You think she thinks right. that? I guess she was talking to the security guy at the store, and he thinks that maybe uh, the guy had been in there the night before and had like set him out, like you know. Well, I know mm. uh, I, I wear this size. My my brother wears this size. My friends uh, wear this size. He had a catalog. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> he was Christmas shopping or something, right? Yeah. And it's never who people think. It's not just the people you think are going to steal. Oh, and no. that's why stealing is so effective. Yeah. It's because there's those people where you're like, oh, not that guy. Yeah. And it's that guy, you know, or that girl, or, you know. I worked at a liquor store once and caught a lady putting a bottle of gin in her pocket. And I actually, like, I busted her, but I felt really bad. It was like, I know this is all she, like, it, you know, it was like somebody that was definitely down on their luck and had been for a long time. She really needed some gin. Yeah. It was kind of <laughs> like, man, now all I did is set her back because now she's got to find a ride to the next closest liquor store oh, wow, and she's going to try again and probably get away with it. Yeah, I see. At that time, it was like, man, you know, I wish I could help you. Yeah. Like, all I did is now she probably got frostbite because it was cold that day. It's terrible. Yeah. And I know she didn't have a car outside. There's no samples, huh? No, not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> they don't offer a shot sample for you. Though. I'll just fill the cap up so you can have this. <laughs> so is there any, I want to ask you something else about The Office. Um, I know, I remember hearing that there was talk that D- Dwight, the character Dwight, was going to have a spinoff show. Yeah, he, um, they created it, he worked on it, and they pitched it, and they denied it. Wow. They just were like, no, they just... Yeah, I mean, he posted it. I read it. I guess it was on Twitter or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That um, no, that, that it didn't didn't flow. You know, there was also supposed to be a spinoff of the warehouse. Yeah, and that's what I was going to get to. Like, is there? Yeah, right. N- not, you know? That's dead. Nothing. No talk about that. The thing about that, I believe. You know, I don't know where it stands now, but I don't think they're doing it. Yeah, but I think that is an effective show. It will come with a semi-cult following. You're going to lose a few people, but it could be a solid show. You just need a star. Yeah. Yes. So 
NBC. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening right now, <laughs> Mikey Winfield in the in the warehouse. My character on there was Wes. Wes in the warehouse, you know, and yeah, I just think that's a solid premise. You know, you just attach it with side stories and mm-hmm. like you do any sitcom. And I think it could I mean that's six seasons. Six that's six seasons right <laughs> that's there. Six seasons that's syndication. Right there. Yeah, that's that's a hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you went in uh, audition for that, did they ask you if you had any history working in the warehouse? You know what? I know. I sh- they didn't. That would have been my time. You yeah. know, I had. I did. I I know all about it. I I could al- already ride a forklift. And we did. This is crazy. We did actual forklift training. Really? So I'm in there with Dwight. Yeah. You know, uh, doing this uh, warehouse Sorry. Yeah, so we did the, um, I'm sorry, the training for the forklift. Yeah, yeah. It was a real guy that came out and gave us this thing, showed us PowerPoint and did all this stuff. And it was like, wow, look all at this, man. All us. this to work in the warehouse on the show, you know. And lately on stage, I've been telling this joke about how they haven't given me lines lately. So if you see me down there, I just really work in the warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an actual employee right now. (laughs) I don't work on the show anymore. I just work there. (laughs) They're like, cut. I'm like, well, I'm here till six. (laughs) Hey, I haven't haven't seen my time card in a while. (laughs) You're doing the thing where you're instead of uh, making the noise for the checkout, you're doing it for the the punch yeah. clock. <laughs> I'm here. Everyone see that? <laughs> it was six. <laughs> Did a full eight. Didn't even clock off for my break. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So you're here in Minneapolis. What else? Uh, what do you normally do when you're on the road, like uh, and not recording, having a great time recording podcasts on a Wednesday afternoon? Man, it's weird because most of my experiences in life come at home. You know, just being in Sacramento or Los Angeles. So when I'm here, I'm kind of in my books. I'm just like jotting some notes down for 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 the show. Yeah, you know, probably watching the news or catching a movie and just. Right, you know, and looking for vegan spots. I'm kind of, I'm edging on. I've been vegetarian really for some years now, you know, like, I mean, where I gave up everything, even the seafood, you know, which was hard for me, you know. And now I'm looking for vegan restaurants. They're so good. Wow. A lot of people don't know about how good most vegan restaurants are. So I'm just looking, yeah. So you haven't completely... You, would you describe yourself as a vegan now or no? No, because, man, if there's cheese on my salad, eh, I'm not going to send it back. I'm eating the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for the meat part of it, I guess. What do you miss? Do you miss anything? No, and that's the thing. You think you're going to miss it. You do, you know, and then you're just kind of like, oh, man, this is a little bit easier than I thought. And now I don't get sick like I used to. Really? You know, when I was just ingesting meat and stuff all the time, I had a history of just having like a common cold. Yeah. Like on a regular basis, even if it was like once every three months. Now, I don't even get sick. Damn. It's unreal and worth experimenting if you're one of those people that get colds or some type of something virus, you know? Yeah. I'm like healthy as shit, man. <laughs> like It's unbelievable. What do you... So, man, you're not even eating meat? You, you don't smoke? Nah, I don't smoke. Drink? 
I try to. I want to. Yeah, drinking's fun. <laughs> I try to. I'll yeah. try it. Tell me about it. Right. I, you know, not much. Like, I'll plan one day, and maybe after the show, I'll have some wine or something, you know, and sip and hang out with the comedians. and Weed? No, nah, I've never smoked weed. You Come know? on, man. I know. I know. And it was a part, like, I want to say, like, two years ago where I was like, man, I need to. Because I need to open up that creative muscle that I haven't. That's the only reason I wanted to smoke, because I wanted to do what i hear that happens to people where they go on this 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 different state you well, i've know? had people sit right where you're sitting telling me that same thing because they have like right. not just stopping at weed but, right so no know. i haven't i've never smoked weed you know people can't believe it they're just like i can't believe it <laughs> yeah they just like you haven't are you serious and i don't even think it's a horrible thing I just no no ha- no it's fine yeah i don't i mean of course you would say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I, I don't think it's bad i just haven't you know yeah. i don't plan to i'm just kind of chilling yeah you know? Yeah, things are good. God damn, the exciting life of Mikey. Winston. Yeah, right. It doesn't sound so exciting right now <laughs> when you're like, what? Hey, no. it sounds like it's successful, though, so who it am is. I to argue? You know? Yeah, it's very successful. I'm just kind of like, all right, let's see what's next. Yeah. You know, And I'm enjoying it. You know, well, that's this, the most important part. For me, this is like the up-and-coming portion of the life where yeah. you, know, you hear these stories and like, right now, just work hard and see stuff, and I'm happy about it. You yeah. Know? Just... Working on what's next. Yeah. Did you find a vegan restaurant here? Not yep. yet. Not yet? Not yet. I will, but yesterday was kind of my first day, so today's the second. And The, the food at the club here is just so good, too. It yep. makes you not even really want to veer off. There's mm-hmm. not many comedy clubs that have a menu like this club. It mm-hmm. has delectable items. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. you can come in here and get something fast for lunch. Yeah, or if you come to the show, you go to the best sticks restaurant before the show and get a real meal. Right. Oh yeah, you can get a steak. Yeah, pasta, I mean, you you go to many other clubs, you get like chips and refried beans that've been sitting there for six days, you know, and you cram it down. And... How about a handful of popcorn? Oh right, right. You get that stuff. But hey, hey. what do you think about um, <laughs> comedy clubs that serve um, food in the you know during the show? Does that does that distract you? People eating while they're watching you? I don't mind. It's like if they want to take that risk, <laughs> that's what I call it as a risk. Because you know, if you're laughing, and the way shows go, generally we're funny. Yeah. So if you're laughing and you can like eat and laugh, yeah. that's just is like enter at your own risk. Because I've seen people spit on other people. I've seen this happen a lot where you're laughing and they knock over the glass or the plate. Oh, that's not good. You know, and I mean... you got to jump off and do the Heimlich because somebody's got a right. pork chop in their throat. Comedy is a contact sport, people. This is like real. This is live. This is anything can happen. You know, like there's a show where this guy falls asleep right here in the front row. Oh, I watched that. Right, today. right, right. He passes out in the front row like anything can happen at a comedy show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Hey, tell that story for people who haven't heard that. I, the video, I'll put it on uh, when we post this. I'll put it on the Facebook page underneath the link to the uh, to this podcast. But right, right. I'm in Ventura, California, at this club, and. I'm on for like, I want to say in 20 or so minutes, maybe. And I see this guy, he's just passed out. Yeah. I mean, literally like 
front row center. Like, there's tons of places if you need a nap mm-hmm. to go. And it's not the front row center of a comedy club, no. you know? No, And show is going fantastic at this point before I even noticed the guy. And yeah, yeah. In my head, you know, I'm telling jokes. But there's a part of me that's like, man, you know, I wish something else was, you know? Like, I'm already not just, like, calling it in. But more so, like, I want something more for this show. Okay. You know? Because that's the thing. That's a live show. anything, you know? So I look, and this guy's like, passed out right in the front and i'm like no <laughs> wow and everybody in the crowd's probably waiting for you to notice yeah so when they notice it i mean when they see me noticing everyone tunes in yep. and then we start i start keying in on him he's not budging nope. you know we we call his name like i asked what's his name is ruben or something right and we call his name and he doesn't budge and normally if you're asleep and you hear your name in your sleep. That's enough mm-hmm. to get you to channel out of it. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So I'm, I walk to him, stand next to him, literally over him. Yeah. And I'm just saying everything. Like, this was over just a long span of time. This dude is like, wow, like, is he alive? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I looked at his clothes. He had on, like, a visor and then an apron and then something else. It looked like he had just finished a double shift of work. You know? <laughs> and he's like, man, I worked at both of my jobs today. I'm going to a comedy show. Yeah, yeah, great idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he go. he's just passed out nothing, and he's, he's just there, passed out forever. And yeah. then... Man, it was so long after where we just keep yelling. And I was yelling. dying when you said, "What did you just work a double?" <laughs> right. Oh, poor guy. Man, nothing. And then he finally, I mean, finally, he gets up and he apologizes. And I'm like, yeah, "No, yeah. man, no, thank you." <laughs> All the laughs you just shared with us, man, you you couldn't possibly be apologizing yeah. to oh, us, man. Ruben. And you had everybody in the crowd say his name at the same time. Yeah, nothing. right. right. <laughs> nothing. Ruben. <laughs> there was somebody there with him. Was he there by himself? You know, those people knew his name. Yeah. So I don't know. But he was alone on that side of the table. So I don't. Who knows? He just if, snuck out of the kitchen. Ruben. Yeah, <laughs> right. He needed a. He needed in a someone to accompany this guy, man. Oh, yeah, he was, was in great. bad shape. The best part, though, is at the end, you're like, and you're going to be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> right, man, because everyone pulled out their phones. It was yeah, like yeah. 50 phones. But there was also a guy that was testing out a new camera, videotaping the show because he oh. wanted to try his camera out. And so that's kind of how, like, oh, man, this footage, we were able to, like, really capture it. You we're, know? we're doing a five-camera uh, five shoot on Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> nice. Do you have a CD out there right now? No, but this is my year for it. Yeah? I've been one of these guys, man, where I was like, you know, I just want to craft it. I want to get it a little bit better before I put out content. And I kind of thought, like, man, I'm already, I just should just do it, you know? And then I was out of town, like, in Dallas-Fort Worth, man. And after my show, I'm walking, which I just shouldn't do sometimes, especially if the area is bad. And some crap happens where this guy walks up to me, right? This is scary. No one, like, I look around, no one else is there, and this guy rolls up to me, half drunk, you know, and he's like, bro, I'm about to get rolled on, man. Don't let me get rolled on, bro. Bro, this dude, and then I look back, and it's this dude following him, now following us, Uh-oh. and this guy that's walking up to me thinks he's about to get shot. Uh-oh. And I'm supposed to help him. And I'm like, oh, man. And, you know, man, over the course of a million things thinking, you know, there's that story I'll tell you in a second, but I was like, man, 
I don't have a lot of content that I would like to be, you know, like a body of work that I want people to say, oh, yeah, Mikey Winfield. So that was one of the thoughts. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, that crossed my mind. I was like, man, I need something for people to say, oh, yeah, because shows for me, man, they go fabulous, man. I have great club weeks. Yeah. You know, I got so many hours of jokes. How come I haven't logged it? Yeah. You know, there's a Letterman set out there, and there's, like, a couple online jokes and Mm -hmm. things like that, but why not have a CD? Yeah. That's what comics do, you know? So this year is my uh, plan, you know, to do that. You could be doing it this weekend, man. A lot of lot of uh, records are recorded in this. Yeah, theater, man. I know about it. I know about it. Quite this a is, few. This is very premier spot. Like, yeah, there's microphones on the walls right now. Yeah. Like, I can see it. I know. So, yeah. Well, obviously, from the guy that was following me, I didn't get shot. So that's that part's cool, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he missed? No, no shots were fired. Right. We hooked a corner, and, man, we were walking, and it was scary, man. And I was just like, look, man, when this corner hits... I just suggest you break left. And he broke, man. I broke right, man, and just ran. Damn. I'm like, this is cra- – why is this happening? This is unreal. Oh, you don't want to be in that situation. Nah, man. No. Nah. I got to play it a little safer, man. I just like walking, you know, mm-hmm. but maybe not in towns where you don't know there's gunmen walking the streets. Mm-mm. One and two in the morning, you know. Stick it during the day. The hallway <laughs> or your hotel. Yeah, this yeah, safe, yeah, safe yeah. Place. I can lap it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lap it. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. Hey, I wanted to. Uh, what was I going to? Oh yeah, let's talk about that Letterman because that's the first time I saw. <laughs> I saw you was on that was uh was on Letterman. Yeah, man, David Letterman that was show. A few, was that two years ago? Yeah, it's about two years ago. And yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah, about two years ago. Yeah, that set is really good. Really Thank you, good. man. So you know, like you're saying, like there's not a lot of stuff of your stuff out there. That people can just you know. Google Mikey Winfield and find it, but that's probably one of the first ones that comes up, and it's really yeah. funny. Yeah, that set, man, was one of those sets where, like, I booked a letterman, and then you get on and you're like, all right, man, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, and the entire time I'm waiting for nerves to kick in, and they never come. Wow. And granted, I rehearsed this set over 72 times, man, like in the mirror, out loud in the car. I super rehearsed it because I feared that I was going to get nervous. And I just don't think like you're at your best when you're nervous, you know, and it never I never was nervous. Like they set the show up so well, like you're on stage. No cameras. You don't see them. There's cameras, but they take away the big camera that they have for the guests who sit down. Mm -hmm. There's like this gigantic big white mold camera, you know, Mm -hmm. and they take that away. So essentially you're just going and performing to a theater audience, which is like doing a show anywhere, you know. So I walked out, man, just flow, spoke, said, what's up to Dave, you know, Mm -hmm. walked out there and just, bam, went in the set. And it just, I was happy with it, you know? And your outfit was tight. Yeah, you know? Come man, on. I had worked on this thing where I wanted to wear this particular sweater, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was so happy, man, to just be able to do this set and it come out the way you want it. And, yeah. and even when I look back, I don't hate it. Because a lot of times with this art stuff, man, when you look back, you're like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. You know? So now I'm like, you know. It was cool. Yeah, no, it's good. It was cool, it's man. Thank I, uh, do you, was that one of those shows where they, like, so you were, like, part of the, uh, how do I say this? Like, I know that sometimes they film comedians for for talk shows, 
and then like they don't use it for six weeks or whatever. Oh, no. They just sit on it. Like you were on like the day of. Yeah, I was on the day of. How, do you remember who else was on that show? Billy Bob Thornton was on there. Yeah, and then uh, he did a big portion of it. And then there was a group called, I want to say, the Secret Sisters. They sang. So I was literally like the second guest. Yeah. So I wasn't even on at the end of the show, which is another great thing. When it when I came on, it was like eh, a little past midway. Oh, because they did the music last. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. So it was just, it was a great experience, you yeah. know. And um, I'm working on another set, which I've been working on for a while. I just kind of get in this thing where I just need to just commit to doing specific jokes. I yeah. just like fall in and out of love of stuff, you know? And yeah. now I'm like, all right, I know what I want to do. Let me just throw this. Cause you have to submit it. The TV set. Yeah. The TV set. They have to like look at it from start to finish to make sure you don't say anything stupid, you right, know, right. until the world knows who you are. Yeah. yeah. Then they give you a pass. Ah, you know? That makes sense. Though. Right. Yeah. Then they're like, yeah, we don't care. You know yeah. what, what that guy says, you yeah, know, yeah. but for now, like I said, an up and coming world. You play by the rules. Yeah, yep, right? yep, behave. You gotta yeah, behave. Man. Did you meet Billy Bob Thornton when you were yeah, there? Yeah, I met Billy Bob, man. Uh, another person I met that was interesting was um, Steve Martin. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I met Steve Martin because he was there with a band and he was working on something else, whether he was going to play later or however it was going to happen. He was in the green room with me. And with we his were banjo? Just, yeah, right, 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 with yeah. the banjo, you know. And he was there, and it was cool. I talked to him, like, really briefly, and um, it was crazy. I, I got bumped from that show, like, three times. Oh, okay. So I think one or two of the times I actually made it all the way to New York before, oh, yeah. you know, I got the call, and I'm like, Damn. oh, man. But I'm glad it happened that way because one thing is when I got bumped, what happened was I went to the Ed Sullivan Theater to watch the show. Oh, okay. So in the time when I wasn't performing, I found out where I would be standing and walked out on stage. So when I went for my actual performance, I was really comfortable. Oh, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It kind of, you know, it all fell into place. It's funny how things happen. And know? let me guess, you didn't talk to Dave really at all. No, it's weird, man. He came up to me afterwards, and I just wasn't even prepared for I thought it was just, all right, done. Yeah. But he walks up to me, and man, after having what I thought was a cool set, I felt like I blew it, right? Right. Because afterwards, he's like, so, um, what's the E stand for? And some type of inclination of me wanting to be funny came across, and I was like, Elefante. And then he was like, really? Elefante? And I was like, no, no, just Edward. And he's like, well... Not just that. And it was just awkward, you know? Oh, no. Like We went to the commercial break in the most awkwardest feel ever, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> but as a viewer, I know it was probably funny to just see it just go sad. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what just happened? <laughs> Get out of the commercial. I want to see what's happening. <laughs> yeah, right. I, think, I bet he's crying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it made, it made for some interesting piece, you know? You know, I was. Um, you said you're a sports fan. I am. Who's your favorite? What do you like? What do you like? I like basketball and football, and I'm really enjoying football now. But basketball the same. But football, I would say more so. I have teams. Basketball, I'm just a fan of the sport and individual players. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, you don't have an NBA, no professional team where you grew up, though. 
Well, no, we used to follow, you know, the Baltimore. No, it was the Washington Bullets. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they changed to the Wizards, yeah. and then they also in Washington. I grew up in Baltimore, you know, and they were near. Yeah. Then I moved to Cali, you know, and then we had the Sacramento Kings, kinda. <laughs> Sacramento Kings is like that girlfriend that's just trying to break up with you, but she just <laughs> won't leave. Like she keeps saying she is, yeah. but she's still there. And in the right light, she's really cute. Yeah, man, that's terrible. But I just support the sport, you know. Ravens? Are you you're pumped yeah, over I, the Ravens? Well, here's the thing: I've been wanting the Ravens and the Forty ers to play. Yeah, I want them both to make it. Just like last year, I wanted them both to make it, and they both flopped. You know, yeah. and then you got both of the Harbaugh brothers. You know, coaching. that does make a good story. If you know, that ha- happens. But now it's like, all right, they both have the opportunity, but the Ravens play the Patriots. You know, they mm-hmm. they're solid every year. You know, I give the Forty ers a bigger edge in like beating the Falcons. I could see that mm-hmm. happening more than likely, and. You know, I would like Ray Lewis, though, to, um, it'd be funny, not funny, but nice to see, you know, because his energy, like I said, is just charismatic, I know, can you imagine Super Bowl week, you know, where they do all his interviews, that dude's going to be on TV Oh, he's going to be on fire, man, like, he's an ultimate motivator, like, I thought I could motivate, but that guy just... I know, why isn't he, like, in a church or something? Is that what's next for him? It probably is. It's probably going to be his reality show. He is very religious, like, he... Claims to be oh, yeah, religious. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, right. I mean, he wears the shirts yeah. and stuff, right? Man. Maybe that's next. Yeah, right. Well, he, like, Tebow passed it on yeah. him, right? <laughs> Tebow's, uh won't find a job and Ray doesn't want a job because <laughs> right. he's getting old. So Yeah, maybe, maybe Tebow will work at the church that Ray Lewis is uh, promoting on the nope. show. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? Right, I can see that. It's not a buddy cop movie. <laughs> this is a uh, buddy preacher movie. <laughs> right. Tebow and Lewis. You said that your show on Fuse is coming back. Right. That's a good thing. Uh, what would a perfect day for Mike E. Winfield involve? Perfect Don't say knitting day. because that's Ryan Gosling's answer. Yeah, yeah. I guess I can't use that one. A perfect day for me. Man, wow. A perfect day definitely involves being on stage. That would probably be the ice. Yeah. That would probably cake it off. Yeah. You know? Man, you know what I really love is kids' sports. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I've never coached. Like I got like some little guys, man, that just play like organized kids sports. And man, in every joy that I've ever received in like comedy, nothing compares to watching your kid kick a goal and look for you on the sideline. Yeah, and like you melt, man, and yeah. a tear rolls down your face, and it's like, damn, man. How many? How many kids do you have? Man, I just say several, man. <laughs> this is, yeah, man. That would be in the so perfect. So would it involve day. watching the kids? It would be watching them play a game. Oh, man, that's good. It's just it's something. It's nothing like that. Yeah. You know, they're learning, but they have like maybe a success or maybe whatever, you know, but it's just fun, you know. And then the show would be later. Man, it would have to be a party involved too. Maybe the party would come after the show with yeah. just everybody I know. Yeah, friends and that stuff. Would, yeah, family. friends and family, man. And we just like sip on spirits and talk shit. There you go. <laughs> that would be just a fantastic day. That's good. So what else, man? What else happened this year? We're almost out of time. I got okay. You got. I'm sure you got some. Anything else you want to plug or anything like that you're excited about? You got you. You're writing with this guy, Cy Amundsen. Right. That- That's exciting, man. <laughs> um, one thing is, I I was 
off of social network for like. I read that. Yeah. In yeah. fact, you and I were once friends on Facebook, and just the other day, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna send him a message." We're not friends anymore. Right. He's not on here anymore. Yeah, I kind of don't even have a Facebook anymore. I like had killed it all, which is not they say always the best career move stuff, especially because yeah. it's so relevant. But yeah, it we was were just, friends, Mike. Right. Thanks a lot. I know we were, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> It was just too much other madness going on, so I kind of like deleted that. I deleted Twitter, you know, and I lived without it, and I was cool. I was like, I was still having successes. It was still working, you know. I still got shows and things, and I recently, I want to say within the year, am back on it now. Yeah. So, yeah, so now I got a Twitter, and I kind of got a Facebook, but I don't really have it's a like Facebook. It's like a fan page now, right? Yeah, I have right? a fan page, yeah. you know, so... Uh, Mike E. Winfield, that's that, how you find that mess. And it's all about, like, all this stuff is important, but it's all about the work, you yeah. know? Yeah. And for people, Twitter is work, you know? <sighs> Being funny and putting out a bunch of substance and all that. So I can't knock anybody. No, no, yeah. You know? Well, Mike, I guess that's it, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Have a great week here Thank at you. Acme. Come back soon. Good deal. Thanks for having me.